welcome, welcome to the Run With Us podcast, your show for everything Chicago Bulls. And now, your co-hosts, Michael Lavalarte and Kevin McKenna. Bulls fans, Bulls Nation, those of you who see red, welcome on back to the Run With Us podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm joined with Michael right across from me right here. Uh, this is a podcast brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network. It's Monday, September 19th. We got a little bit of Bulls news, but nothing too exciting. So we'll touch on that a little bit, and then we'll try to have a more lighthearted, uh, fun conversation today. So, Michael, of course, the Costa Sander de Kumpo signing was interesting enough. Uh, it could refer to a bigger picture. What are your thoughts on this? First of all, I'd like to say great job on the name pronunciation there. First try, you went through it very smoothly. So Thank you. Congrats. I was it's definitely a little to, nervous Not for easy it. to do. I got especially. a beat of sweat going now. My you know, we're so used to saying Giannis's name, and I was Costas. Yep. And then, you know, the other one I think is that has the toughest name, Thanasis. But. Thanasis. Thanasis. Anyway. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, it's a training camp deal, so we'll see him compete with Carlick Jones and Malcolm Hill for the, the last two-way spot. The other one obviously being... Um, Justin Lewis, who's going to be injured, but still on the contract. And then, you know, it's really just with, with our front office, I think they actually see him as a potential roster candidate because, you know, as much as Bulls fans are saying, oh, we just brought him in because of what Giannis said, these are, you know, a Bulls fan is like the, these aren't just random Bulls fans that are running the team. These are guys who, you know, they're doing it to make the team contend and every every person they want to add to the team they believe should bring value to the team so they're not just doing it because hey oh we might get Giannis in five years they're doing it because they believe Kosas has a chance to make this roster and can contribute so like I mean we were talking before there's a chance he doesn't make the roster because Malcolm Hill has already proved something to the team so I think he has the best best chance of getting that two-way spot and then Carlick Jones was a really nice surprise during the summer league so Kosas was going to have his work cut out for him. It's not going to be a free pass just because uh, just because his brother is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Just because his brother is Giannis, and of course there has been all offseason, you know, pinpoints here and there of Giannis making comments about the Bulls and Bulls fans getting really excited. That doesn't necessarily correlate to this decision. I think it might have played a small part in it, but if Kosas is outplayed, by any of his competitors in this little trial run, I don't see him getting the edge over them just because of the potential of his brother coming to the Bulls or anything like that. So, Agreed. So I think that's the biggest thing. Um, of course, Bulls fans hear this, and they're automatically going to assume, oh, okay, th- this is what the Bulls front office is doing. They're bringing him in here so we can get Giannis in the long run. Not necessarily. It might have played a small part, but not everything's black and white like that. So um, we'll just see how he performs. Obviously, he's got the DNA, right? <laughs> so um, it could, who knows? It could blossom. We're trying to tap into that DNA and see if something could blossom out of it. Um, but and they they all just played in uh, Greece too for the national team. Uh-huh. So you know he's got more experience under his belt. Little really competitive play that he was able to actually get meaningful minutes and representing his country. So, uh-huh. but you mentioned Malcolm Hill was on the roster last year. Uh, also performed well in the summer league. And Carlick Jones also showed up pretty well, so it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be tough for him. But a little competition never hurt, right? Of course not. That's what we want. Um, that's really 
about it on that. That's really about it for the Bulls news, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, as much as we keep saying it, it really is, does suck because there's not really anything to talk about in terms of relevant news with the team, which, again, could be good and bad because, you know, there's nothing bad coming about it, out about the team. You know, no one's getting arrested. Everyone's being good in the offseason, just working out, doing what they need to do. Um, but, you know, it'd be fun to, to have some Bulls news. But, like, what can we really realistically expect? Like, what's going to happen besides maybe – Someone's signing with a sponsor or an endorsement. Really, nothing's going to come right now. Everyone's just getting ready. They're getting their bodies ready for training camp, and then that's when things go kick into gear. So You mentioned something about sponsors and endorsement. Reminds I, me of our incredible sponsor, DraftKings. The NFL action is in mm-hmm. full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And we're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. So new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and to get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. So right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per day, all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Again, that's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, Great news for me and Mike. We are actually going to be at the Chicago Bulls home opener, thanks to our good friend Aiden. Shout out, Aiden. Shout out to Aiden. Big fan of the show. Yeah, OG fan. He's the homie for sure. Um, And it it got me thinking about some of the best parts of being at the United Center for a Bulls game and some of the worst things. So this is what I wanted to discuss with you today, Mike. The first game of the year when we went against the Knicks, that game was such a blast, even though the Bulls lost. And... In all my experiences going to professional sports games, that's the best time I've ever had in a loss because of how that game ended and just the energy that was in that building. Mm-hmm. Um, th- you were there with me, so do you have anything you want to add about that one? I mean, everyone left, and we were getting out. We were kind of antsy. We were about to leave. Vooch hits a big three. Some missed free throws by Julius Randle. Yeah, no, it was definitely electric. Um, everyone was in a pretty good mood after that loss just because of how exciting it was. And that late push comeback. And um, little God, little did we know what DeMar would do for the rest of the season. After yeah, that. yeah. We were, we were quick to uh, be like, man, that's a, not a great shot for DeMar. You know, he right. airballed the game winner. But, you know, hey, that he said that stuck with him. Right. And, uh, you know, he made it his mission to, to not do that again in, later in the year. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, when you talk about the United Center in general, and especially Bulls games, the best pregame and – probably in, in all close to an all of sports, honestly, because of their introductions for their players and just the, uh, the hype songs that they get you that they play before the, the, the game starts. I think it's, they do a great job at the United center and that for the Hawks games as well, but especially the bulls games with their classic intros and the classic theme song. Yeah. It's so cool. Power by Kanye West gets everyone hype right Everyone's before tip off for that right before tip yep. off. Um, but of course, like you said, lineup introductions. Yeah. That's like, that's iconic. Everyone knows that. You hear that all around, and instantly it's the Chicago Bulls. And now it's the best, dude. I went to a I went to a wedding one time, and 
they did the wedding introductions with that. Right. They, they all wore this, yeah. They all wore uh Jordans. It was uh-huh. really cool. Uh-huh. And they uh, uh they had their their you know their dresses and suits on, but they came out in Jordans and the the DJ did the that and they all came out to the theme song. They did the same kind of introductions. It was honestly really cool. And I was like, that's that's a cool idea because you know it's always fun to have those sport references. And that that goes on to say you know how famous like everyone knows the Bulls theme song, like you said. You know, you hear that, and you just know, all right, that's that's the Bulls right there. And, you know, it brings me back to when, when I was little, watching, you know, young Derrick Rose come up. And then, you know, even uh, throughout the D-Way, Jimmy Butler year, you know, I remember specifically the old PA announcer who, who had an, such an iconic voice. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, recognize him from a mile away. And then the new guy does a great job, too, though. Right. But from the for the D-Wade... He would say from Chicago. Yeah, that's what that's what it is right there. Yeah, yeah right. The, the from Chicago. Just like just like Derrick Rose. Yep. Um, not the same, quite the same effect, but still pretty cool. It's really cool early in the season when when Dwayne Wade just got here and it's like, oh, dude, all right, Dwayne Wade's on the Bulls now from Chicago. He's playing home. If yeah. only Jabari Parker started. <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah. did start. He just not for long. Right. <laughs> now nah, we we just didn't get that consistently. Right. Um. Yeah. It, it, it's it's so many things. It, it's so many little things. Even, you know, we often take the train, you know, we'll take the L up there, um, we'll walk down there, and just that walk coming up in the United Center with their, the, you know, they used to have just the massive posters, now it's all electronic, right? Yeah. And and just the big screens of, you know, they'll either have Zach or Damar on the big screen, and then they'll always have the Bulls logo versus, you know, just that alone, it's just like, it's so iconic looking. Petition to put Vooch on the big screen? Um, I'm sure he has been. But, like, consistently? Like, every time. <laughs> I don't think we'd get many signs. Imagine walking up to United Center, you just see, like, a like a, big a ass huge Vooch. picture of just Vooch smiling at you. Like, that's the way to get you psyched for a game, man. Just Fair. Vooch smiling at you. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, just that little stuff. Like, that's, that's awesome. Um, inside, just... The shops, you know, this is nothing the, unique. The, the Jordan statue, too. Like, as soon as you get in, oh especially you go to God, the atrium. The atrium. How did yeah. I not? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, this, no, I mean, I mean me. like, everyone knows that the Jordan statue is there. You walk in, and everyone's lined up to take pictures around them. And then, of course, the Bulls, being smart business-wise, put the, the gift shop right there, or uh-huh. the team shop right right behind that. So they, they kind of funnel you through the atrium, which is, like, the main section of the United Center. And then... They kind of funnel you through the the gift shop where you almost have to either walk around it or walk through it to get to this to get to where you can find your seats, which is a you know it makes you almost have to buy something or even at least look at the shelves, which is great on them. But of course, the Jordan statue, man, like we got our nice picture on there when me, you, and Shroud went to the game. Uh-huh. Um, it's iconic, man, and the whole atrium too. Like you said, they have all the pictures, the banners up, and when they got the Bulls games there, they do a great job of making. That be like the focal point of the pregame. That's where you get to your seat. It's crazy how small of an area area that is, and how many people flood in there pregame. Because right. you can go through different gates, right? Obviously, but there's they got two massive gates inside the atrium itself because of how many people pregame go into that small ass atrium. They like to take pictures, and that's just like that's where the excitement is. They have a DJ in there, right? Um, Playoff games in that atrium are insane. There are so many people. Um, if you're claustrophobic, might want to steer clear. The um, 
And of course, you know, everyone goes to the gift shop after. Like, yep. I I don't like team stores. You know, everything's so expensive there, and I prefer to just find other means to get to that get that kind of stuff. But you can only find some if you stuff get yourself too. if you get yourself entrapped within the atrium. You're taking pictures. You see, it's like it glows. It's like the entrance to that right. team store is glowing, yeah, and like, you must walk in you. there. And you like, and you walk in there, and everything looks cool. You're like, oh, dude, I, I, I want to get that. I want to get that. I want to get that. Insane. You have to have some uh, some self discipline to uh-huh. come out of there with not not one item. <laughs> uh-huh. No, yeah, you're completely right. I mean, atrium got to be top on that list, right? Right. Um, and and you know, obviously, every team has a certain way of doing things to get their fans, you know, excited in the building. But I think the Bulls are just elite in that area, and they're they're honestly famous for for their production and their their pregame rituals. Because I, I've seen something I don't know who who exactly said it, but a, a player says, you know, oh, people like actually a big part of playing for the Chicago Bulls and why they go there is because of the intros and because of that iconic the history of the team, and like it just it makes it you get so hyped as a player. You know, you come out, you you do the dap ups. You got to wait for the music to come on, then you get announced in the starting lineup. It's it's famous, man. Like it, it's famous among fans, coaches, players, legends. Everyone knows about it. Um, of course, we have the greatest mascot in in the NBA. Shout Benny out Benny. the Bull. Shout out Benny. I just remember. I mean, Benny. Like uh, that's huge. And his so shenanigans many classic in the stands, things. man. Oh my god, the he's popcorn. always doing something, man. I that, mean, an iconic one where it was the. Uh, where he got caught cheating in yes. the kiss cam. That was yes. hilarious. And they, they do a great the job other, with the, uh, yeah. the content for him. The girl, Benny. No, it is. If you see anything on Instagram about an NBA mascot, it's either Robin Lopez beating up one or Benny the Bull doing something hilarious. <laughs> 100%. Benny, dude, that one that you just referenced is so funny with the girl, Benny, coming right. down. Right. And then and then Benny gets up. He's like, wait, wait, wait. It's, it is hilarious. Oh, what about the one? It was on a kiss cam. And the the husband wouldn't. He was on the phone and he wouldn't talk to the girl. Uh huh. So Benny like took her. And yep. Put the guy. Then he put the guy's phone in his in the, ear or in something the, like that. In the drink. In yeah. the drink. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Benny took the girl. And the guy was so mad. Now I don't know if that's staged or anything. I don't know exactly how that works, but doesn't matter. It was great. It was yeah. Iconic. I always remember that. Super funny. The popcorn is hilarious. Yep. Um. Even right before the starting lineup. He's beating the drum. He he's usually way up at the highest yeah. point of the United Center. He's got the the hand drum, and you know, man puts in some work. Like he's got a he starts at the game all the way up there, and he's got to like run down all the way across uh-huh. the stands doing different popcorn shenanigans, interacting with fans. Oh, and he's he got to go onto the court well. in between in between you know timeouts and stuff like that. Then he's got to do his behind or I was gonna uh, say behind the back or uh, over the half shoulder court half shot. court shot that you know every time it looks remotely close, <laughs> the whole stadium goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's and you don't realize how many people are watching the same thing you are because it's not gameplay. Right. So but then everyone's going nuts and you realize, oh, shit, like everyone's watching Benny doing this right now. Like, Is he going right. to make it? Everyone's so invested. It's super sick. Um, on uh, Biggie Bagel, like the, the Duncan the, the, race. Those races, the Duncan for, race, like for as silly as they are, is just a promo and an ad for Duncan. But. Like they've become a part of watching the Bulls game. Whether you're at the game or you're listening to it on the radio or watching it on TV, you hear either Stacy and Adam or uh, Chuck and Bill. Like it, it, it's like, oh, the race is on, and you actually, whether you're playing or not, whether you're like, you just want to bet on who wins. Right. You don't care. <laughs> you don't about even the care about what you win. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna go get a free cup Everyone's of coffee. Everyone's going to Starbucks anyway, right? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I know a lot of you like Duncan, but um, <laughs> uh, not a sponsor. Uh, but the 
the race, like nobody actually cares, but everyone gets so hyped because you you pick. Let's say you pick the bagel and he wins. You and your bagel buddies are all going absolutely nuts when the bagel wins on the jumbotron. That that's <laughs> electric. <laughs> your bagel buddies, your bagel bites. Um. So yeah, that's super cool. There there are so many iconic things about it, and I feel like all of the great things about the Chicago Bulls and the United Center stems from classic classic roots, like traditional right aspects. And that's that's what it is. It, the 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 history of the team. The the customs of the team that they use, they're uh-huh. all iconic. And they go back to the 90s. They even go back, like, you know, some of the stuff goes back to the 70s, 60s when the team was first, you know, first playing. And and that's what, like you said, that's what keeps it. it you think that something would die out after a while, but it, it doesn't. I and can't. Bulls fans, can't. like Bulls, the team appreciates the way the fans react to that because, yeah. you know, people can, some people might like, oh, that's, we, we know, we know, like do something new. But no, every Bulls fan knows, like that intro will never change. That you know, the, I, Benny the Bull will that will always be our mascot. Uh huh. You know, it's just uh, it's just iconic, man, and that's why I'm really appreciative that that I'm a fan of the Bulls. Absolutely. Even our you know our cinematic pro- producers that we have that do all the pregame mini movies. Yeah. Those I remember uh, a very fond memory of mine. Me and my dad, maybe five six years ago. I don't know. Um, it might have been like my freshman year of high school. We went to a, a Bulls playoff game. The, a playoff game after um, maybe 2016 when we played the Celtics. And we went up 2-0 on the road. And then we came back home and we lost the next four. <laughs> Regardless, yeah. game three, we went to game three. And we we sat there. We had great seats, man. And we sat there and we watched the little mini movie. And uh, just watching my dad watch like the Michael Jordan highlights and like some of his greatest moments and like seeing him get emotional it's just like it was a beautiful thing like such a fond memory just the fact that a silly game and one person could mean so much to him because you know as an immigrant he came to Chicago and I mean that's one of the the, that was the one of the best things in Chicago at the time anyway right you know what I mean yeah um just just amazing man like it that's that's why I love it so much. Like it's things like that that make what the team is. Like why it's it means so much to me. And you know that's what I mean? you know that's a lot of credit to the Bulls as a business and who they hire because they hire people that care about the fan experience. They you know they're game day coordinators. They're you know they're they're social media people. Like they they all come together. They put it, like it's it's a plan obviously, and they they plan every game out. All right, today you know we want. The fans to see this first, and then we want them to go through this. They'll have their theme nights and everything, and and they do such a good job of making sure that everyone who comes to the to the games, and even the fans that watch from home, feel not they're not just watching a basketball game, but they're like they're living an experience with the Chicago Bulls. Uh-huh. And there's not a lot of teams that do that, that or that do that that well that the Bulls do. So I, you know, it's it's like we always say, the Bulls are such an iconic team, and and this is just another facet and a super important one because. You can be a great team, but if you don't know how to make your fans have a good time at your games, then you're not going to sell tickets. So, Of course. Uh, and, of course, there are things that we're not going to like as much about the Bulls. It'll be a much shorter list, but I'm sure you got a few things in mind. The as United Center's food isn't really anything special. And I, that's not on the Bulls. That's just where the Bulls play. You know, you don't go to the United Center, United Center and be like, oh, I can't wait to try this. You know, they got regular stuff. You know, it, it, some of the stuff is good from what I've eaten. I usually just eat basic, like 
venue food, hot dogs, beef sandwich, or something like that. Um, but, you know, like the White Sox, I know, are known for their concessions and, like, the food they sell. Mm-hmm. Bulls, United Center, just isn't. Um, parking, too. And this is, again, not on the Bulls. This is just United Center. This is, as Bulls fans, is part of the process of going to a game. We always take the train. I think, like, I went there with some friends one time. Parking was terrible, especially when it's in the middle of winter and you got a snowstorm outside. Oh, man. So if you're outside of the city or if you, you know, are a little questioning about taking a car to a game, I'd recommend taking the train or just taking public transportation because, um, you know, parking can get expensive and it's really confusing and a little pain, kind of a pain in the ass to get in and out of there with all the traffic after the game. So public transportation is recommended. And then also food isn't anything to write home about. Not bad, just not great. Right. The United Center. Those are my things. I got one really big one. Before I mention that, I do want to say one more thing on the positive end. Um, not necessarily related to the Bulls, but this related to our sponsor, Raycon. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts from the Basketball Podcast Network on my Raycon earbuds. And the one reason that it is so amazing is because they are Raycons. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect inner fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Raycon's give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycon's are priced just right and you get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Uh, they got three customizable sound profiles. Everyone likes to listen to their music differently, and sometimes you might switch from listening to music to a podcast or an audiobook, and this allows you to do it seamlessly with uh, easy, customizable profiles. Uh, they have the earbud tap function, of course. Super simple to pause on the go, replay, skip a song. It's perfect. And, of course, our awareness mode. If you're walking to the Bulls game, you don't want to get hit by a bus. Why, uh, awareness mode is perfect for you, uh, keeps you in tune with your surroundings, and keeps everybody safe. Uh, go to buyraycon.com today and use code TBPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code TBPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TBPN15. Uh, yeah, the, my biggest thing about the United Center has to be the seats. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But the that's, seats—that's a big one, man. Now, I think from—I I think we've talked about this before, but I think that the way they do it is like the 100 section, a little bit more legroom. They don't pack as many seats in there. Uh-huh. 200 section, a little different. You know, obviously it's getting worse. And then the 300 section and the nosebleeds just crammed as many. Seats uh-huh. into that into those sections, you know. And the United Center is really old, and I mean, when's the last time they've renovated it? I I, I don't even I I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't remember recently. hearing it. Yeah, that's yeah. how old is that's how long ago it must have been. I mean, the seats are. It feels like ancient. You know, sometimes we're blessed. Sometimes we get to enjoy the the Bulls game from you know high quality seats close to the court and obviously everything seems better there and you're less distracted by some of the downsides right Right. but also there's times that we just want to catch a bulls game and not spend a fortune and of course 
It's, that's why the 300 section is so great right. because you get to experience the, you know, there's downsides, but um, you still get to experience the atmosphere. But the thing is, like I've said, if you're crammed up there, it gets real uncomfortable. Now, and God forbid someone wants to go get a beer who's oh in the God. middle of the row. Especially on like, the <laughs> sold-out games where there's everyone uh-huh. in the seats. Like, uh-huh. oh, my God. And the rows are really long, and the seats are, like I said, they cram so many. So you're, like, you're already squeezed into a tight little like box, basically. Uh-huh. And it's real awkward if you get someone that doesn't acknowledge personal space next to you. Uh-huh. If it's a stranger, you're fighting for the elbow, you know, the... Uh-huh. The elbow pads, like <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it gets gritty up there. There's, a, there's, a, it's a war zone up at the the, the 300 section for sure. But yeah, it's a war zone. Uh, you gotta, you know, you got the guys who've had a couple too many drinks. They gotta pee 30 times during the game. You know what I mean? It gets rough, and especially like we just said, up there, it's even more profound. So that's that's one of the really big things about it. Um, I'll bring a, a case of red solo cups. And I'll dish them out to the people in the row and be like, here, if you got to go to the bathroom, here you go. That's awful. That's disgusting. But I commend you. Um, no, that that's that's one of the bigger things. I did want to mention one more good thing that I forgot. The United Center is so easy. Um, how do I uh, well, Easy to get to? No, not easy to get to. It's just so easy to navigate once you're in there. Oh, right, right. Because it's just a, like an oval. Now, that's every arena because they have to do it that way. Okay. But the United Center, it's modern. No, no, but it's – I get it, but it's like – I know it's not the same because it's a different sport, but like Wrigley Field is slightly more confusing. Yes, Wrigley Field is is, honestly – I was almost lost a couple times at Wrigley Field last time we went. It's and I understand it's not difficult, but it's slightly more confusing than like the and and Soldier Field is not necessarily as simple, simplistic as right. the United Center. Right. I just feel like the United Center is so simple and listen, I haven't been every state and watched an NBA game in every state, nothing like that. So I'm not speaking from personal experience in regards to other teams, but the sections are laid out like the numbers are huge. You've got like three different signs for what section you're in in each entrance. I just feel like everything is so simplistic and it's mapped out the exact same way around the whole entirety of the arena, right. like the pattern. So if you you can feel like you know where everything is, regardless of what side of the arena you are on any given game day. And Oh, I know the when I walk out here, the beer's to the left, right. the bathroom's to the right, concessions are all the way down, and if you keep walking, it'll just be the same pattern repeated over right. and over again. And they're also they don't have like one specific restaurant like at one section of the of the the game, especially in the two hundred three hundred section. They might have some some like gourmet stuff in the one hundred sections because uh-huh. they want people to spend more money there. But um, they have every you know every few sections is the, the same. I don't know what the name of it, but it's like just their generic concession place where they have everything there. They got uh-huh. the beer and they got all the food. Then then there's like a couple like beer places too and then another one every two sections right. or something like that. So, you know, it, it's not like, oh, I'm sitting in this side of the stadium. I got to walk all the way across if I want such and such food. They do a good job of making it pretty distributed evenly around the whole arena. arena. So it doesn't really matter where you sit. You have access to everything you need. Beer, drinks, you know, food. Beer, drinks. 
Well, beer, beer is a separate beer, and then like you know <laughs> they have they have uh, some harder stuff. No, right. other drinks. Too. I hear you. Yeah, and then that you know, I guess it's turned into more of a a critique on the United Center as a venue rather than the Chicago Bulls itself. But well, that's really what I that's what I really anticipated when I started this conversation. Anyway, of right. course, and and it all plays into the the entire experience of going to a Bulls game because. As much as the Bulls play at the United Center, so that is their home arena. That is part of the experience. So, just like know. I love Wrigley Field, that's half of what makes me such a Cubs fan. Right. Or I wouldn't say that, but it's yeah, it's the team sucks. This it's year. <laughs> well, yeah. Now it's more than half the experience. <laughs> it's like seventy five percent of the experience of being a Cubs fan right now is going to Wrigley because of how fun it is. Right. Right. You know. So. It absolutely matters. You look at football, like some of the the wildest, like the Raiders, their arena, it it just shows like they have like strip clubs in the actual arena itself. Uh, yeah. Miami, <laughs> um, going back to the NBA, the Heat, they have a whole club, a nightclub for right after the game. Everyone piles into the nightclub after the Heat game. It's just, these things are so important when it comes to a franchise and it plays, the United Center plays into the Bulls is the Chicago Bulls legacy. Right. The madhouse on Madison. Yes, sir. So, yeah, I mean, I said the seats on things I don't like. Obviously, I, I was going to mention prices, but that's everything everywhere. Yeah, right. Everything everywhere at this point. So that's, that's not worth it. You're going to get that any sporting event you go to or really any event in general. Um, um, one last thing is the T-shirts that drop from the, the top of the sky. Or the top, the top of the, of the sky. Yes, top the t-shirts that fall from the sky. They don't always get to the 300 section people. No, they never do. They never do. Once in a while, one might get caught in a gust and float up there, but I I feel like they can give, you know, they just completely ignore those people up there. And I, it's like three quarters of the stadium. Or not three quarters, but it's like half of the stadium or half of the arena is the 300 section because there's so many people sitting up there. True. That is true. The most seats are up there. So, you know, like. you think you could drop a shirt or two for the for yeah. the kids. Like, no, absolutely. You can put on their kids only. There's only three of them to go around, but. No. Right. Because the thing, the t-shirt cannons don't make it all the way up there. Right. And the overhead one, the. Where, where, they, where they drop stand, them. Yeah, where they drop. It's hanging It's already in the, kind of in the middle of the stadium. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, the 300 section people, they are people too. And they'd like a shirt. They are people. They are just as much part of it. And this is being as we are 300 sec- We are everything people. I think we sit in a different section every every year that we go to Bulls games. We've sat 200. We've sat 100. We've sat like a couple rows off the. Or, sat I've sat a couple rows off off of the court. I've sat the last row in the 300 section. It's fun, regard. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, it, every, it does not matter. And where. you think like, oh, when we went to the playoff game, we were back there, like we were almost at the oh, yeah, last row. We were not about to drop but that money, right? Game was fine. It doesn't even look that far. Like they have the jumbotron too, so you can see in there. Like you can still see the players great. Uh-huh. You can tell who's doing what. You can see everything. Like if you're worried about, oh, I'm not gonna go sit. You know, this isn't football where you feel like you're, you know, seven seven hundred yards feet away from the action. No, this is. Just stadium, everything, especially the sounds, everything is great. They do it. It really feels like you're you're not that far away. But completely agree. With that said, they're not. You know, these fans aren't so far away that you got to ignore them. You know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm not saying that they they're ignored, but like 
At least, you know, we get to see, at least they don't cut off the Jumbotron viewage for like 300 people, you know? Could you imagine? Like, oh, you didn't unlock this yet. Could you imagine? <laughs> no, but yeah, a couple of shirts dropping in the 300s, maybe. Maybe, I don't know, maybe if you can't get to that because of the where they drop them from, maybe like control the, the breeze and airflow of the, <laughs> the United Center and get a gust to push them, some of them over there. Because I, 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 you just kind of sit there in the 300 section and then you just watch them fall. You're like, oh, look, that guy caught one in the 200 section. That guy caught one in the 100 section. Uh -huh. And you're like, maybe one day I'll get a shirt, but I'll have to buy it from the, the shop. The team shop. Right? <laughs> I'll spend $100 on a T-shirt. But, yeah, I mean, this is this was our love letter with a couple critiques to the United Center. Um, it makes it what it is. It's an incredible place, an incredible experience, and it's the – but ultimately, it's the things that go on within that building that make it so special. Right. So thank you, Chicago Bulls. Thank you, United Center, for making the experience as good as it is as a Bulls fan. Michael, would you like to sign us off for today? Yeah, uh, that's going to do it for us today. We covered the COSA signing, and then we had some fun talks about the United Center and obviously all the great things that it provides. But other than that, we got nothing else, nothing, not, no other Bulls news to talk about, so we're going to sign off. Uh, we appreciate everyone that listens, everyone that you know shares, talks about it with their friends. Uh, leave us comments. Talk to us on our socials. We'd love to hear from you guys. And then, uh, you know, always run with us, baby. Run with us, guys. Peace out.